Welcome. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. If you are unfamiliar where you're at, this is the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm your host, John Pipe Bomb. And I wish I had something good to talk about. All Out, AEW's pay-per-views coming up. SummerSlam's coming up. But I don't want to talk about any of that. That's not the 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 hot story or stories. I said in the first time I did one of these that damn WWE has cut a bunch of people. And then when I did the video again, I said, damn, WWE has cut even more people. I hope this is the last time I make a video like this. Well, guess what? WWE has cut more people. And I hope it's the end of it. I'm not even going to look at the list. But WWE has cut 12 more people. 12 people from NXT. And one big one that I did not get into. That I did not get to, uh, a, a chance to record a message for. Uh, an episode for. But I'm going to get into his. His release. Right after I get through with these NXT people. A couple of people were released. At the top of the list. You know you had a referee. You had a couple of wrestlers. Developmental guys. It should be five. This would be the top five. Sure, why not? Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff, who during the pandemic won the North American title. Wasn't lighting the world on fire. He was a decent worker. I I liked the whole program with him, uh, Damian Priest, and Johnny Gargano. That little uh, uh, three-way they've had. Gone. His girlfriend or fiance or wife, uh, who's a referee, still employed. But Leon Ruff, gone. Could have done more with this guy. Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, who was initially in retribution, opted out and said, let me go back to NXT, please. Went back to NXT, had I believe one or two NXT title matches for the for the women's title, obviously. Um, most recently was knocked out by Zia Lee's uh, um, kick to the head, but gone. What's funny is is that there were rumors that WWE was was debating on who to debut. As Eva Marie's sidekick. 
her her protege or whatever. And it was between Piper Niven and Mercedes Martinez. And I said the most important thing about this is the wording. Do you need a sidekick? Because you got Piper Niven. Or are you looking for a muscle? Are you looking for a bodyguard? That's Mercedes Martinez. She looks like a straight up badass. That's who you pick for the muscle role. But she's gone. She is gone. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. You know one-fourth of the Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era broke up not that long ago. Bobby Fish has had a bunch of, uh, a couple of injuries in the time he's been in NXT. But I think of Bobby Fish and some people are like, well, you know, what 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 if what what would have been his role on the main roster? His role, as I have championed, I have said, I have pitched, I have even fantasy booked. Times when WWE needed new faces on the main roster. During the pandemic, when we were seeing the same fucking matches over and over and over again, and we needed new faces, I pitched, bring the Undisputed Era, and it checks all your boxes. It it helps you in every way imaginable. We need someone we need a new tag team for the division. You got Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. We need a new mid-carder, a solid mid-carder. You got Roderick Strong. We need a good, solid, top-tier performer. We are a, a possible world champion contender. You've got Adam Cole. You bring those four guys up at one time, one shot to shock the system and you're good. They wind up splitting up the group and now we're a man down. So Bobby Fish leaving with uh, two NXT tag title reigns under his belt. Sad to see him go. Another one. I should have put this as number five, actually. I I don't even remember his name. <laughs> Andrew Rust and Andre Rust. And you're like, well, why? Why that guy? He doesn't even sound like 
like a big name. He's not even a big name or anything. Because Roderick Strong just debuted a new group, the Diamond Mind. Him, the 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 Asian guy, who's like their bodyguard or something. I I don't believe he's wrestled yet. Malcolm Biven. And him, Rust, whatever his name is. This is the new group. They weren't lighting the world on fire like Undisputed Era when they first came in. But this could have been a solid new group. And you just got rid of one-fourth. They're lucky they've got Hit Row and... Legado de Fantasma. They're lucky they got two established big groups already. So he's gone. But the biggest name out of this, literally the biggest name, Bronson Reed. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Bronson Reed fan. I I like him. I'm a fan. But how do you let this guy go? We just followed this guy through some shit. He went, he, he's, he, he, he's on TV, he's winning week, week, week. Takeover. He wins a gauntlet match. Then the next night he gets a shot at the, uh, the North American Championship, for the North American Championship against Johnny Gargano. He loses that. Sure, he loses that. Eventually, he gets a rematch against Johnny in a steel cage, and he wins. He wins. He brings his wife or his girlfriend in to celebrate. He's a new champion. The last takeover they had, they did a six-man tag with him and MSK. That was a pretty good match. Then there were talks that, you know, he's been having some dark matches. Him and Karrion Cross have been having some dark matches on the main roster. So I said, okay, what are you going to do with that? Then not that long ago, he lost the North American Championship. And once he lost it, I said, that's it. He's as good as gone. He's and not gone in the way the way it happened in the way of oh he's gone. He's he's leaving NXT. He's going to the main roster. That's it. Boy was I wrong. Boy were a lot of people wrong. Think about this man. Bronson Reed must have been on such a high. This man 
must be afraid of roller coasters now. He must be. Or he or or he's gonna get used to them. Because he's racking up wins little by little. He's going to take over after takeover. He wins the 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 mid-card title of the brand, the North American Championship. He's up there, he's at the top. No, no, no. He's almost there. He's almost at the top of the of the roller coaster. Then then he's getting dark matches, basically tryout matches for the main roster. He's up there. He loses the NXT title, so he doesn't have an obligation to stay in NXT. He can go straight to the main roster. And then he got released. And then he got released. And that is when the roller coaster tipped over and went straight fucking down. Now you might go, well, you know, that might not guarantee, you know, and stuff. But him and Karrion Cross were both having dark matches and and matches on main event. For the main roster. And then. Carrying Cross debuts. On Monday Night Raw. So I'm looking at it and going. Okay. He debuted. Now Bronson and Reed's turn. If this guy's on SmackDown. They might want to put Bronson on Raw. Uh, 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 on SmackDown I mean. If Carrying Cross is on Raw. No, they said uh, we got a great, we've got a great spot for you. It's the fucking unemployment line. You're released. He's probably like, well, what am, what did I do wrong? I'm having good matches. The crowd is getting behind me. I just won the title. I'm, I'm having main roster tryouts. And then they look at him because they think we're all stupid and just go, well, it's a budget thing. It's a budget thing. Once again, I can look at other people on the roster and if I had all the contracts and all the, all you know, how much everyone was getting paid, I would go, I can take you out. And I can keep him. I'd rather take this guy out to keep this one in. And now that I'm at the height of anger and excitement. That's it. Those are the 12 NXT uh, people that have been released. Those were the top five big names. Everyone else... They've appeared maybe once or twice. They're still, uh, you know, being developed. But now let's go to it. Let's get to the real meat and potatoes of this. Bray Wyatt is gone. Bray Wyatt has been released. He has been cut. He has, I don't even care how cute you want to make it. He was fired. 
This man was fired. Bray Wyatt was in NXT. Well, he was Husky Harris back in the day. He went to NXT, made a character, uh, Bray Wyatt. Fucking hillbilly cult leader from the South. Had Luke Harper, rest in peace, and Eric Rowan with him. They debuted as a trio on the main roster. They wind up picking up Braun Strowman along the way. Bray Wyatt has been a good player and an important one at that on the main roster there was a there was a time there was a time where Bray Wyatt was just a loser and I say that in the nicest way Bray Wyatt would he was a good talker he was a really good talker. And you believed him. You heard these threats. He would attack people from behind. He would do these mind games. And you would be invested. You would, uh, you know, listen to every word. You hung on every word he said. You paid attention. You saw this man as a threat. But he would lose. He would lose time and time and time again. And it got to a point where fans were like, well, why am I invested in this guy? Why am I going to invest myself in this guy if all he could do is talk? He can't do anything else. He leaves for a bit. Comes back. Brand new character. This Mr. Rogers uh, Bray Wyatt with this creature, the fiend. And people like this. People like the fiend. They were into the fiend. Fiend won his first match at uh, SummerSlam. The fiend's second match. Was for the universal title. And that should have been an indicator that these people do not know what they're doing. They rushed the Fiend into a world title match in Hell in a Cell against Seth Rollins. That gave us one of the worst finishes to a match. I've said it before, uh, one of the worst finishes to a Hell in a Cell match. This was one of the worst ends to a match. You are in a hell... Back in the day, a Hell in a Cell match meant, you know, oh, your body won't be the same coming out of it. We used to see people going Hell in a Cell come out bloodied. Bodies broken and shit like that. Now the referee goes. You've gone too far. I'm going to stop the match. 
Then they gave him the belt. He had the title belt for a bit. For a couple months. And then he ran into Oldberg. Oldberg beat him. I believe with three three spears. A shitty jackhammer. And there you go. Lost to Goldberg. Had that match against John Cena, the Firefly Funhouse, which I enjoyed. I liked the trip. I liked, uh, there was one person, I, I believe on Facebook or something, who just went, broke every scene down. Why it was important. In the career of John Cena. And I just like the explanation. I was like, yeah, I see it. I get it. I was, yep. I'm buying into it. Pandemic hit. Bray Wyatt wins the title at SummerSlam. Wins the universal title. Hold it for a week. Before Roman Reigns takes it. Gets into a shitty feud with Randy Orton. Because I've said it once. I've said it in a few episodes. I'll say it a thousand times. Heel versus heel don't work. Randy Orton. The Fiend is attacking people. The Fiend is, you know, just evil. Randy Orton is attacking legends. And beating the shit out of the top baby face of the of the company. And you're going to put them in a match together. Randy Orton sets uh, the Fiend on fire. Fiend comes back at WrestleMania to lose in under 10 minutes. I believe it was 8. To 3 draping DDTs and RKO. Because he was distracted by Alexa Bliss, you see. Speaking of Alexa Bliss, I uh, I loved Mickey James for this tweet where she had said released more like thank you for coming up with creative ideas and characters us not knowing how to book you properly. And then we're going to take your character. And we're going to give it to somebody else. Which I mean point out the lie. Point out the lie. Bray Wyatt was a great character. Even uh, like when he first started. Bray Wyatt the, the with the Wyatt family. Great character. Then he reinvents himself, develops this fiend character with this Mr. Rogers gimmick. And WWE didn't know what to do. Like I said, you hung on every word. Oh my God, this guy's such a great talker. Okay, but he lost. And then he's got to come out the next night on Raw after a pay-per-view and still try to be spooky and and talk talk with you know with a deep voice so you can kind of and it's like but you lost 
You can't win. You can't win the big one. I mean, he did. He's a former Universal Champion, former WWE Champion, but it didn't feel... It didn't feel special. His WWE title win, that was a good one. Inside the Elimination Chamber. For him to drop it after a month. After a month. What a great champion. Wins the Universal title after the fact there was fan backlash. If he won it inside Hell in a Cell, people would have loved it. People would have enjoyed it. I mean, to a degree. They had red lighting. They had a red cage. Bunch of bullshit. Second time winning the title. Held it for a week. He's a guy. I don't know. I don't know where he goes. People obviously like. What about AEW? Obviously. Because everybody wants to go there. Uh, What if. As a. Homage. To Brody Lee. He becomes a new leader of the Dark Order. I don't have an issue with that. If he's fine with it. I'm fine with it. But I want that group to. Be a threat. I thought. You know, I mean, after Brody Lee passed away, people loved the group. People showed support for the group and all of that. They were like, we can't boo these guys. You know, Brody Lee just passed and everything like that. But when they were doing the the storyline with Hangman, uh, I like what they've done with Hangman. You know, being his friend, teaming with him and showing support for him and everything. No issue with that. I saw it a different way. I saw it as when they recruited him and he just said no. I thought they would turn back to their evil ways. Their their heel ways. And show how ruthless this group could be. And just beat the shit out of Hangman. Like we wanted you to join us. We wanted you to be our friend. We showed you support. We had your back. And you still said no. What, you you think you just waste our time like we're a joke? And then they beat the shit out of him and fucking John Silver looks the part. Have him be the leader. It looked like he was going to be for a while that, you know, John Silver would just take over the group. Or him or Evil Uno. But. If that's not what he wants to do, I don't know where he goes. TNA would definitely pick him up. A lot of places would want to pick him up. It's funny is he was getting ready to come back. I had before this news came out two or three days before. I swear someone had took a picture of him and I think he was in a supermarket or something. And they were like, he's really slimmed down. Apparently, he was ready to come back in August. Most likely after SummerSlam or something. But that's gone. 
And that sucks. But budget cuts can't keep everybody, kids. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.